Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of A Chat with Matt. Today, I'm rejoined by a couple of handsome lads, Ev and Riley of Judgment. Boys, how are we doing? Pretty good, good man. brother. Thanks for having us back. Of course, of course. Well, well, we're here celebrating a bit because y'all fresh off an award win. Yes, sir. That is yes. facts. T- tell people about it. Tell people to type it up. <laughs> I don't know. I'm pretty fucking stoked. Yeah. Like it's, we dropped that stuff <laughs> like over a year ago. We worked really hard on it. Uh, um, we honestly like didn't really expect it, but um, yeah, like I'm super stoked. About yeah, it. man. It's uh, the Canadian independent music video awards. And uh, we actually got two of our, both of our music videos we have out. One is for our song called Terra Firma. The other one is called Define Alive. Um, they both made it into like rock the, and metal. Yeah. It's it. Well, they both were in metal and then sure. we didn't want them to like compete against each other. So we moved to fun live to the rock category. But, um, you know, as the, the voting went on, uh, define live got, uh, outvoted, but terra firma kept going. We made it to the finals and we ended up winning the award, which is really, really cool. So yeah. Shout out to Rob, Rob Spatafora. He directed it for us. Both of them, actually. Yeah, yeah. Which is sick. And yeah, I don't know. It's just a real honor. It's really cool to be recognized for something like that, like Canada-wide sort of thing. And uh, yeah, if you haven't checked out the video, go check it out. Yes, please go check out the video. Where was that video shot? Was it like just where it was a greenhouse? Well, where was the greenhouse? Yeah, it was uh, Kingsway College greenhouse. Like, uh, where is it? It's just on the border of Curtis and Oshawa. Um, like we in judgment were based out of Oshawa, Canada, just outside of Toronto. Um, and, uh, yeah, like, I mean, little background, we were stressing super hard about, uh, getting a location for probably about two months. And then like two days before, um, we were supposed to start shooting on Saturday. It was in like uh, late January. So it was still snow outside, pretty cold. We landed the Kingsway college greenhouse, uh, Evan Smith um smith's our bass player he uh went uh like they both went around to a bunch of places but every place that we had called prior they wanted like insane insurance uh i don't know just like basically a ton of money in order to use the space uh so yeah we landed kingsway college greenhouse but uh the whole time i I was like really sure it would work out somehow we just honestly weren't sure how it happened but uh yeah, we had like the idea to do it in the in the greenhouse because Terra Firma. Um, I'll I'll let Ev go into the background of the song and stuff, but it it uh, it just we wanted to tie it in with growth and then like kind of give um, like the viewer and the listener uh, a little like I guess a little like or like room for interpretation when watching the video and listening to the song. All the greenery in the background, growth ties in with like life and our message as a band, things like that. It's also just like a cool kind of scenery. It as is. Well. Yeah. Um, we just kind of, we didn't, we didn't know, like it was our first music video we ever did. So like we kind of had an idea of like, you know, wanting to make the music video as good as we possibly could with the amount of money that we were willing to spend. Um, you know, not that many props to use and, and stuff like that. So I think the greenhouse fit really well. Um, terra firma means the solid ground separate from the sea and the sky. So, um, it, it does tie in with like the, the growth and stuff like that. Um, the song is literally about growth, um, kind of paving your own path, 
and uh, doing the things that you want to do, regardless of people's opinions um, and just living your life to the fullest, because, you know, regardless of what you think, um, if we only do have one life, then why not fucking live it to the fullest? Right. So, yeah. yeah, And I think that's a, that's a beautiful message because especially now, I think that message kind of ties in to everything going on more than anything. Like people are trying to find ways to grow, find ways to develop and persevere. And we're all kind of stuck in this weird limbo right now. And, and, And it's kind of an interesting full circle thing. The fact that your first video that has this meaning of growth and prosperity and development comes around and wins this level of award, which is absolutely phenomenal and huge congrats to you guys again. But it's, I'm curious about with the video development process, you mentioned insurance. Wait, were these businesses actually trying to like gouge you for insurance money? Yeah, man, tons. Yeah. Cause like, I don't know. We, we said like, listen, it's, it's us like a band of four people and one camera guy, like he's got a couple lights, whatever. Um, And they were like, well, to film in here, they needed like a, a million dollar fucking insurance coverage it wasn't like we'd had to pay a million dollars but we'd have to pay for a million dollars worth of coverage right so it was way too expensive i don't even remember the number well yeah it's like we don't want to do that we literally just want to come in here we want to play our fucking music get this video done and leave like we're not gonna touch anything we're not gonna break anything (laughs) we're just we're, we're gonna set our shit up we're gonna record and we're gonna leave but yeah I just don't understand because what did they think you were going to do? Like you're, Oh, it's a heavy band. They're going to smash stuff and, and break everything. They're going to do a cover of Lip Biscuit. Like, I don't well, know. The, the, the places that we went were like Alan uh, gardens. Yeah. They were like bigger sort of chain uh, chain places. Um, the Kingsway greenhouses is, is at Kingsway college. So it's like a, their own independent sort of thing that's there um that that's a huge part of it i would think um but that guy literally we walked in and he's just like yeah as long as it's not in like you know may or april like our busy months and we're like yeah it's gonna be in like two days and he's like oh yeah sure no problem come on in we're like true so yeah i don't know it it ended up working out if if we didn't land that i don't really know what we would have done like we were kind of thinking of doing it outside but you know there's lack of power outside and the the coldness because it was in january when we filmed it so it was like we didn't really know what to do from that point but i don't know it all worked out everything usually does one way or another and and i'm happy that the video got from that point to this and you guys are getting the recognition that you deserve and there's definitely gonna be more recognition coming up in the future uh with everything going on now how have you guys been adjusting lately because last time we talked was end of 2020 on the podcast and then now we're in beginning of april and i I, i'm just curious because like i know we were talking a bit off camera beforehand which uh we had a false start because i had a massive fucking brain fart for some reason uh you know long days and shit like that uh, but like, how, how have you guys been adjusting and everything going on with you guys personally? Personally. Okay. Go ahead. Ryan. I was just like myself, um, aside from the band, um, I've been like to the whole situation. I've been adjusting uh, 
I would say decently well, in my own opinion. Um, not that I am definitely not that I want to adjust to like everything that's going on. <laughs> like, you know, like I want to be ripping with the guys and everything as best we can and stuff, but, uh, I have been adjusting well. I've been definitely just working a ton and, uh, uh, practicing like the kid a lot more. Um, I have like, finally, I have a permanent place to be able to, uh, um, play my drum kit, which is super sick. Um, so I've been adjusting well, like musically, um, the guys and I are still, uh, rehearsing. Thankfully after the last like lockdown announcement and stuff like that, we were still able to connect and, uh, get together and, and, uh, like play live and practice and write together and things like that. Um, without just like kind of chilling in, uh, in the studio, uh, and stuff like that. Um, yeah, I don't know, man, I've been, I've been doing well, but, uh, there's definitely a lot of things that I miss, of course. Um, but I'm just trying to, I guess you could say hope for the best. Um, I definitely think that like everything that's happening is for a reason. And, uh, I think that uh, it's going to be the best for our band just because it's given us the opportunity to grow in a way that we might not have been able to, if we didn't have this break kind of thing. We've like, we've talked about this a ton, like myself, Evan and James and Smith. Um, but yeah, that's it for me. Yeah. For me, I don't know. It's just, um, it's been pretty hard for on, on me personally. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) but, uh, you know, it's just, it's tough because what we want to do is play music around the world eventually, you know, and you know, though we're not that big to play around the world, just playing in front of people in person, you know, there's no other feeling. You can't get the same feeling by, you know, a camera crew filming you and it being broadcasted to a bunch of people. There's just like a part missing. Yeah. You you feel this like energy that is, is unlike any other feeling, you know? Um, So yeah, that's something that I I do crave and I do miss a lot. Um, Yeah. Just like all this shit going on in the world. Uh, kind of gets me down in the dumps the odd day just like kind of thinking like fuck can't believe like this is still going on and um i don't know it's all good in the end i mean uh we're trying to play or practice as much as we can it hasn't been a lot unfortunately uh a lot of things even outside of playing um are harder to harder to kind of come by or things are getting delayed and stuff like that. Um, so that's, that's really hard. It just kind of feels like, um, I'm kind of stuck right now and I don't really feel, um, great about that, but I don't know. I'm doing what I can trying to stay positive about it and uh, surround myself with positivity and, and that's all I can really do, you know? Yeah. And, and I definitely understand where you're coming from on that because I, I think a lot of us, especially in the music industry and music community do feel like we're stuck because like you said, at the beginning of that, you can't go around and tour, you can't play any shows. And the live show is something that I feel like, and I know for me specifically, that I definitely took for granted because at one point there were so many shows and I just got jaded and I didn't go to a lot, as many shows as I want. And boy, do I fucking regret that now. And and that's the thing, like we we don't even know when shows are coming back because Ontario just got put into another round of lockdown, I guess. I, I don't know. I'd lose track at this point. But um, it, it's it's scary to think about what the reality is going to be. And like 
how long until the point where we can tour even just provincially or even just nationally because internationally god knows when that's even going to happen because yeah it all depends on the country it all depends on the legislation it all depends on flying restrictions driving restrictions whatever it is and and it's concerning but it the best thing you can do is try and find some way to connect with the people that you care about which is like the one positive i do have about social media and online interaction is even though you can't physically see everyone you want to see you're able to still interact with them online mm-hmm. and i know for me because because social media has kind of been taking over everything i've been doing lately it's it, it's weird to think that we have connection to each other through a digital interface because I'd much rather be doing this interview in person with you guys with the live in person stuff that I've been doing lately. And, and it sucks that like, it, it feels very two dimensional. And I hope that we're able to get to that back to that place soon, whether we're vaccinated or with masks or whatever the fuck we got to do, just people do, do, do what the fuck we got to do to get shit going again. I, I want to go to a show. I want to fucking crack a cold one with the boys and like, just have a good time, man. Cause be- being stuck in the house and only limiting to going to the grocery shop or going to work or whatever it is, it's, it's debilitating on your mental health, especially. Cause like, I, I know for me, like I've been dealing with a lot of depression and money struggles and, and all this other shit that's going on, but yeah, I don't know. And, and something I, I commend you guys on is your, willingness to help those who are less fortunate uh wanting to bring positivity and hope and growth and understanding through your music and and i'm excited for you guys to release your ep at a half past eventually whenever that is and i I, i'm really excited for the future of judgment thanks man yeah thanks we're definitely looking forward to it too i think that uh I don't know. I just want to touch a little bit on um, sort of the issues that are going on as well. Um, I personally think that Canada's just done a, a God awful job of, uh, you know, controlling all this shit. I think that, um, you know, at the very beginning, everybody was very afraid of what was going on. Nobody really knew how severe uh, COVID was. And I think that would have been the perfect time to really lock everything down. Um, but Canada had different plans. And I just think that the way that we've been doing it is just not good at all. Um, um, just the, the, the small businesses that are struggling are, are insane. They're, they're shutting down left, right, and center. And um, with this lockdown, you know, with the, the, the malls are still open and shit, which uh, in my opinion, I don't think that's great. I know, um, you know, um, barber shops, for instance, they've never had a case of COVID come out of their shops. These small businesses are, are the ones that are taking extra precaution in um, doing all the right things. They are, uh, they don't go over their cap. You know, they sanitize like madmen in, in all of their facilities but yet they're the ones that have to shut down. And I don't think that's okay. I think that um, every business is essential and to shut down these small businesses and uh, open, keep the malls open and stuff like that. uh, It's just pathetic in my opinion. I think that's just 
it's just horrible how we've been dealing with it. I'm with you. Yeah, it, it's it's a complicated thing, the pandemic, because what I do agree with you 100% that the Canadian government has kind of shit the bed in terms of handling this pandemic. The, the other side of the coin is like, it's because no one really has the answer to this. And while there's vaccines and while there's this, that, and the other, it, it, it seems like there's a new update every day that contradicts the previous update, that contradicts the previous update, that con- and so on and so forth. And I, I think there needs, and I fully agree with where you're coming from at the beginning, they should have locked things down a bit more intensely, monitored the situation a bit closer, and then we could possibly be in a different position. We could possibly be in a position like the U.S. is because like industry speculation is saying we're 10 to 11 weeks behind the U.S., if mm-hmm. that's the logic, we still got another chunk of time before we even get close to getting everyone vaccinated and getting sh- shows rolling again. And, and I I just don't know where it's going to go. And yeah, I, I agree the malls being open. It contradicts what they're trying to do, shutting down small businesses and the businesses that are taking the time to do the proper sanitation, doing the proper maintenance to ensure that no one gets sick and anything like that. And seeing that all these major malls are staying open and all these major businesses and all the small businesses are being shut. It, it it's toxic to a local economy, especially when you're trying to create small businesses in an area and get the local economy economy stimulated, but having everything shut and only focusing on the major companies, it, it's toxic for the local business. And, and, and the biggest concern is, how many of these businesses are going to survive? Because I swear to God, every day we're hearing either about a new venue closing, a new re- a restaurant closing, uh, a local business shutting down after X amount of years. Like we're, we're losing so much of that local community. And I, I don't want to see that happen. And I, I truly hope that we're able to get to a point where people can come together and do what we need to do and get ourselves back on track as soon as possible. Because a lot of us wanted to, sure, there's a small minority that just want to say, fuck you and do, do what you would do, whatever you want to do. And those are the people that are going to be excluded once we can start doing shit once like a vaccine passport, whatever comes next. And, and, and for the music industry side of it, it's really going to reevaluate everything from planning a release to recording, to actually creating a marketing strategy to the touring plans. Like the entire industry is going under a reconstruction right now. And the only way we're actually going to start rebuilding and understanding where things are going to go is by having things start to roll out. And that's why, like you said, we're, we're all just kind of stuck right now waiting. And like, we can only do so much online development because that the live show is such a crucial part of the industry and without that live show we're, we're stuck dealing with a two-dimensional conversation or a two-dimensional show in which you don't feel the other person's energy as you should and, mm-hmm. and i really hope we can get back to that point before the end of the year i like to say optimistically but to be honest I, i'm not even holding my breath for that my guess is early 2022 yeah we'll just see we'll see how it goes Anyway, on that cheery note, we're going to take our first music break right now. We're going to hear another word from our sponsor, Anchor. And uh, we'll be back to hopefully have some more cheery conversation. (laughs) We'll see you guys in a few. 
sleep A place to call home is all that you seek Stranded and stuck, I'm trapped in your mind Walking your path as you try to be mine And with these tired eyes, I will sacrifice Everything I have for what I've wanted For this moment I won't be disheartened I'm not your puppet on a string Syllables are sharpened But your words won't cut these wings Now, leave the soil where it lies Though it's expensive, I won't let this hold me back You wait down our bodies, wait down Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back from the music break. Thank you to Anchor for once again sponsoring this a podcast. Uh, so we're leaving on a cheery note there at the end of the first part. So let, let's kind of segue into, I kind of want to talk about social media a bit. Sure. So I'm, I, I, did either of you see the documentary, The Social Dilemma? No. No, I, I kind of heard of it, but I never ended up watching it. Well, I definitely recommend anyone who hasn't seen it to watch it. But basically, it's just about the toxicity of the social media, how it's just a continuous game of trying to get you to stay on longest 
retention rate? How quickly can we get to a million followers, et cetera, et cetera? And while I'm doing decently right now on like TikTok, I still see and feel the toxic effects of social media all throughout. And as much as I don't want social media to be around, I, I love social media and I want it to be here for the connection purposes. What, what are some of your guys' thoughts on social media in general? Um, I was just going to say like, yeah, I totally get like the toxic effect thing. And I've definitely done a lot of research like into their intentions, each company's intentions to the user and what they want from you and what they actually, I'll just end it there. What they want from you as a user. Um, so yeah, it definitely is uh, toxic. And uh, if you're somebody that can realize it, then hopefully you have the ability to somehow limit those toxicities like towards yourself kind of thing. Um, I guess it really depends on the individual, but uh, there is definitely a lot of toxicity about it. Um, in turn, like uh, like with the pandemic stuff, it's, it is definitely a benefit to have because we can connect with our fans, promote our music, network, hopefully have good conversations for when shit opens up. But uh, yeah, there's definitely a lot of good in it, but there's also a ton of bad and a lot of bad influence too, um, to me, uh, to people that might be easily influenced. Yeah, for sure. I, I agree with that. Um, I just... Uh... I got to take breaks beyond time because um, a lot of things can get very overwhelming, uh, especially with the whole pandemic going on. Um, sometimes I just, I don't want to see it. I don't want to talk about it. And I just kind of, every, every time you scroll down, every second post is kind of talking about it. But um, the problem I kind of have with social media is a lot of people, um, I, I find that a lot of voices get silenced if it's uh, not under their uh, approval. So uh, I'm a, I'm a huge believer in the freedom of speech. And even though, you know, we might not agree on some things, I still believe that you are able and should be able to state your opinion um, and, and tell people about your opinion um, without any restriction and uh, that's not a lot of what goes on on social media. It's kind of one narrative and that's it. So, yeah, I, I, I think that um, these, these media platforms should um, allow that to happen. And if they don't allow it to happen, then I think that they should uh, consider rebranding their, their platforms a little bit to kind of show people that, what you're going to see here is is only going to be one side of the story and you may not see the other. Um, yeah, that's that's kind of my opinion Hard on to it. determine the truth. But yeah, everybody's everybody believes in different stuff. But I don't I don't think that people should be silenced just because they they believe something that I disagree with. And, and I completely agree with that sentiment, because a, a big thing that people are early over the past few years, especially people have been having issues communicating with each other because, and I'll use Twitter as my main example here, because Twitter is a platform in which you describe a thought in X amount of characters and you can't convey emotion. You can't convey intent. You can't convey understanding in 140 flat characters because there's so much more to a sentiment than anything. And 
and it all ties into these private organizations having the ability to control the narrative, control the conversation, and blocking certain people from speaking or expressing certain opinions because either they they view it as negative or toxic or they or they just don't agree with it. And the the best way that people need to communicate is we need to have those that freedom of speech because it allows us to learn and make the right decisions because what your opinion may be is not may not be fact what your opinion may or what your feelings are may not be what the reality is and for those people that are in those uh basically those tunnels those caverns of echo chambers of yelling back and forth the same thoughts and getting that justification that's that's not a healthy way to live and seeing platforms like twitter control who can and can't speak on it while there's certain people that yes i agree they shouldn't be on the platforms because they're potentially creating real world violent incidences there's also people that have been blocked on certain platforms that are just stating altered opinions to convey a different side of a conversation and that's why like I, i'm excited for platforms like uh, Clubhouse, because Clubhouse is a median in which you actually talk to people using your voice. You're not using a chat box. You're not using a tweet. You're not using a caption. You are speaking your thoughts and opinions in a way where people actually understand the context of what you're saying. And what, what, what was that quote? I, I love Rogan who, when he, Rogan says it. It's the best way to combat uh, speech is with correct speech. So talking, understanding the other person's perspective and not being afraid to actually have a conversation with someone as opposed to seeing something, calling them a name that they're not and then blocking them off. And then the other side of it's also the fact that an apology means nothing anymore on social media because there's been so much of these cancellations. There's so much of all this shit. I mean, lately there's also been like serious criminal accusations which are a completely separate thing but when it comes to the actual cancel culture people canceling people because of something that they said and not allowing them to provide the full context but even when they provide the full context they don't care and i think that's a very 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 toxic thing because if we don't allow ourselves to forgive people and allow people to have the room to grow and learn and understand what they said was wrong or what they said was ignorant or whatever it is we are going down a path that could potentially make social media just a completely, completely toxic plat platform and space with no real positive attributes. I feel like we've gotten there. Like, I, I feel like, uh, to be honest, like, uh, there's not much positivity on these platforms. And if there is, they're not getting a lot of recognition. Um, you know, everything that's shitty or fucking just bad, that's what's pushed to the top every single time. And there are people all over the world who are trying to do good, are, are trying to do their best and, uh, you know, change the world for the better. But, um, a lot of those people don't get recognized because the mass majority of people wants to see negativity for whatever reason. Um, it's a little bit frustrating because I'm somebody who loves positivity and um, promotes positivity. 
I tried to do positive things and influence people to do positive things. Um, but it feels like a lot of the time people, people just like, don't want to take the high road. Um, if you see a, you know, a, a post that you don't agree with, a lot of people don't have it in them to just keep scrolling. They have to say something. They have to state their opinion, which is fine. Everybody is entitled to state their opinion. But I think that when that opinion turns into negativity and when it turns into, um, I don't know, just negativity, I think that's just a bad thing. I, I, don't, I don't think that that should be promoted at all. But that kind of stuff is, is on there. It's not taken off, but other things are. So I don't know. It's a little bit of a weird thing. Opinions are like assholes. Everyone has one. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I feel like people do think their opinion matters more than it actually does in the in this world that we live in. Uh, that's not saying that people are not able to state their opinions, but I I feel like um, a lot of people just they just think it it matters. Like I don't know, they think that other people care about kind of what they're saying. They they think that like their opinion trumps fact. They think that their, yeah. their opinion means more than what an actual reality is and i think that and and you're right things have gone okay we'll see you later uh and i (laughs) think i just like that he got up and walked away going to get a water (laughs) no that's great i also loved uh your crunching at the beginning of his uh oh yeah dude that asmr (laughs) got some more here honestly it it needed i think i think it needed that uh relief because the conference, this conference it was an ice team. breaker bros we we're breaking the uh, ice oh <laughs> uh, but no it, and i think people are allowed to have opinions people are allowed to talk absolutely, and have yeah. conversations and i absolutely encourage everyone to have conversations yeah but we can't allow <laughs> opinion to become fact i love the fact that you just I got up in the middle and just went to get water. It was Sorry. like, okay, we'll see you later. My bad, my bad. No, it, it was, it was, it was perfect. It, it was, it was honestly the relief that this conversation needed because, boy, I, boy, life. I just realized how fucking depressing life is, <laughs> especially right now because shit's so fucked. And like, what? I, I agree. These platforms need some sort of fucking rebranding to be like, hey, listen, we're, we, this is our bias. You should know it's our bias. If you want the full story, go find the rest of it. Yeah. And, ugh, it's so fucking toxic, man. I That's why I can't do Twitter. Twitter's a fucking cesspool. I can't really do any of these social medias because they're all toxic in their own special ways, especially like Instagram is huge because you can look at like the, the effects it has on body positivity, quote unquote, but also negativity, different beauty standards, uh, physical standards uh it affects your mental health that way Uh, facebook it's kind of that facebook is almost like twitter but for people who don't know what twitter is because like sometimes (laughs) you see like family members or just people that read one article about pizzagate or you know any any of the any of those things and just write like paragraphs and paragraphs and paragraphs on a certain topic they don't have a full understanding of and it's just so fucking frustrating and but they can because it's their opinion and everyone's allowed to speak their opinion. But if, if you, if you're corrected and you realize that your opinion's wrong, don't, 
don't be a dick about it. Just say, you know what? I was wrong. I should have taken the time to learn the full context of what was going on. I'm sorry. Move on from that. Take the high road. If, if you're purposely going out of your way to not take the high road and you're just choosing to be an asshole, even though you know you're wrong, like fuck right off seriously because the the way things are going we we need more positive influence we need more people actually wanting to make a positive change in the world and focus on shit that's not negative and that's what these platforms thrive off of they thrive off the negativity that's being spread whether it's oh ontario's covid numbers are going way the fuck up again oh we're going to lockdown again oh dougie said this dougie said that trudeau did this or whatever it's it's f- in summary, ladies and gentlemen, it's fucked. And I truly hope we can somehow figure <laughs> a way out. <laughs> a way out. Literally a way out of, of this shit. I don't fucking know, boys. Uh, oh, man, you're right. Don't you just miss going to shows and having beers? Like, <laughs> yep. like and, now, and now we're now we're doing a Zoom podcast talking about all the depressing shit of the world. <laughs> It'll be nice to look back on this and be like, fuck, remember when? Yeah. Remember when Matt was on the verge of having a breakdown and <laughs> yeah, shit's, and on, shit's only getting that's... worse. But hopefully, and that and that, that's what I want to look at though on the positive side. Like there has to be greener grass on the other side or greener pastures or whatever the expression is. Like there is positivity coming. Like when we're able to do live shows again, oh my God. These shows that are going to come out there's going to be some gnarly fucking shows. They they will be fucking insane. And uh, that's the, I think the good that will actually come out of it is that, um, I don't know, especially where we're from, like in Oshawa, it seems like we used to be a a music city here in Oshawa. Mm -hmm. Like we had so many venues, so many people coming through uh, to play music in Oshawa. Used to be hop. Yeah. And it feels like, that hasn't been a thing for a long time, but I, years. I feel like once this is over, um, it'll be better it, than it we'll was. Be a fucking music city again. And I feel like a lot of other cities will be music cities. And ultimately it might even be what the music industry uh, was looking for, especially for like live music venues, bands. Cause uh, there's, there's not a lot of, uh, you know, I mean, there are bands coming up, but there's not a lot of like big bands out there anymore. It's usually just like one individual person with a band behind them. And maybe, I don't know, maybe it'll fuel something that we never thought could happen. Yeah, I, I definitely agree with that because I noticed in Oshawa specifically, like the past few years, there, there was definitely, I, I wouldn't say a slump. It was more of a plateau, like Things were things were crawling, crawling. We're doing good. We're doing, and then everything just kind of leveled off. And like it's been the same, like the same level of shows, the same level of excitement. And I yeah. talked about this on a podcast recently. It, it plateaued in the way where it's like it's the same people coming out to shows, the same bands playing the shows. It 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 all felt very linear as opposed to having that progression in like get getting to see and hear some of the bands that are that are coming up uh, at the new music hall venue, which is yet to be the name yet to be announced. So I'll just say the new music hall venue, like some of the shows that we're going to have coming up when, when shit can actually open again, it, it's going to be nuts. And it, I, I hope it will jumpstart the city and like we're getting more venues in Oshawa. And, and I truly hope that 
these communities are ready to fucking hustle and push because like me and me and the music hall team were talking about this a bit ago like when shit is rolling again it's gonna get fucking rolling hard we're gonna be working most days of the week we're gonna be doing shows multiple multiple days a week and every band if you should be this is how i look at all this this is the time right now to develop your online audience, expand your audiences locally, provincially, internationally, nationally, like build your online, get hype going. And then when you're able to start doing live again, hit the ground fucking running because so many of these bigger bands, like some of the tours that are going to be coming up once these venues start opening, oh my fucking God, I'm going to be so broke. And it's going to be great because I'm like, I'm finally spending money on shows and interacting with people and seeing some amazing fucking music. And and you guys, oh God, the shows you guys are going to do. My fucking God. Yeah, man. (laughs) We do have a lot of, uh, you know, with the pandemic and stuff, and even a little bit before, we were developing a lot of good opportunities to play some pretty big shows um something sorry before i go into this i just wanted to touch on a little something when we played in it was halifax was that the seahorse tavern yep um love the seahorse tavern shout it oh it was a ripper sick venues the city was great um vibes the vibes were on but what what really surprised me about that city is that like the scene people we're walking around the streets in downtown Halifax looking to, and they would pay money and looking for bands to watch. That is something that has not happened in Oshawa in so long. And it doesn't really happen in a lot of cities. Um, it's it's because there's that. nothing to do in Halifax, to be fair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, maybe in the Halifax, there's nothing to do. I love Halifax, but there's nothing to do. Maybe that's the case, but I thought that that was so sick to see people just like walking in for a little bit and leaving like, you know, whatever that maybe they didn't like the band that was on or whatever, but they paid the money and are supporting these bands that are, that are going out there and giving it their all every fucking night. And um, I just thought that was really cool. And I thought that that vibe was so cool Mm -hmm. Um, and it could be here. Like that would be so sick. It can be here. You're right. It can be. And the like, I think that when I, when I talk about the live Renaissance, which if you're a listener of this podcast, you'll understand that concept that I've talked about almost every fucking episode. Cause it gets brought up at some point or another music industry. But, um, the, the hype that a lot of music fans have, but also a lot of people that are just hyped to go out and do things to go out and actually see people interact with people like we're, we're going to have a great little golden age for a bit. And I hope that the momentum keeps up, but something that I really hope to see is a lot of these up and coming bands like yourselves and like even newer bands, they're going to be grinding so hard. Oh, but man. the other side of the coin, I'm very concerned about, and this is something I've talked about recently and I'm still trying to wrap my head around because I, and I keep talking about it because I just want to get different ideas and try to get my own opinion on it. It's the issue that's going to be had is if the bigger companies like Live Nation and all these other 
promotion companies come in, take all the venue dates in the calendar and aren't bringing on local support for those shows. The question is, what will happen to those bands? Where are they going to grind their teeth? Where are they going to play shows? Because I think, I think we're going to go back to like the DIY days and like basement shows, library shows, rec hall shows. And to be honest, I'm fucking in for it. I'm ready. Let's, let's do that shit. Let's get, let's cram 150 people into a room that should only fit 75 people and, and just go fucking nuts and have a good time I'm and celebrate, you, man, dude, whatever. I we'll play anywhere. Fuck. I'll play in a Walmart right now. <laughs> we'll play your just basement. Cover the fucking, uh, judgment basement tour coming soon. It. We'll go play in a Walmart right now. Hey, I mean, that's probably your best bet to play a fucking show. Walmart stay open. <laughs> Costco stay open. And, why are you guys here? What? We're just lugging a shit ton of gear in. Oh, why? Why hasn't a company done that? Why hasn't Walmart, like Costco, been like, "Cool, here's a section of a parking lot," <laughs> and and just do a show? They could do that. They have the space. They get like you know a cut of the ticket sales. Exactly. Get a cut there of the ticket is. sales. Costco can provide free samples. There you like go. They used to. Oh man. Costco, oh, Costco fries. Oh, bitch. Give me, give me, give me a plate <laughs> of those Costco fries and I'm in. But, and that's the thing. It's something that like I tried working on last summer was, and, and I hate to drag the city of Oshawa into this, but I'm going to drag the city of Oshawa into this was like, I taught, I taught, I was trying to get the mayor's office to approve uh, a concept that was introduced in Hamilton. I think it was either Hamilton or London where the top floor of a parking garage with an exposed it's open air put a temporary venue up there run some shows i had a floor plan laid out i literally presented everything to them and they said no so i wish you didn't do that oshawa that was a bit dirty but that's the thing we need to be innovative with this shit and and sure there could be multiple reasons why they didn't do it i'm not saying it's because they were being spiteful i'm sure there's bigger answers that are above my pay grade but we need to figure this shit out now so we have an understanding. Like, what? I don't even know what the fuck summer is going to be, man. Like, what? what is summer going to be for shows? Are we doing more of these? I'm seeing a lot of these drive-in things again. I thought, okay, yeah. that was cute the first time. And <laughs> it's, it, it, it's, it's a good, it's a methadone effect. But like, can, can we do like a 50% capacity venue? Like get 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 a bigger get some of the bigger venues in Toronto. Give them fifty percent capacity. Just space everyone out. Like at least give us something to work with. Man, there's a Memorial Park, isn't it, in downtown Oshawa? Yeah, they got that big fucking outdoor stage out there. Looks beautiful too. I mean, if anybody's looking for some people to play there. We we know a lot of bands, including us, that would fucking hop yeah. on that in a second. And honestly, I don't even think any of the bands would want any money from it. It can be a fundraise show for fucking Oshawa. All proceeds go to the fucking city. I don't give a shit. Like literally, like <laughs> I wouldn't give the city the money. They they've <laughs> well, Oops, dude. Sorry, I'm, I didn't say that. I'm using that as a selling point. I'm using that. <laughs> we'll give you the money. Dude, of course, all these bands need the money right now. 
trust me, we need the yeah. fucking money. But at the same time, it would just be nice to just play a show with with real people there, you know? Hopefully we can make something like that happen. Anyway, yeah. we're going to take our final music. Let me try that again. We're going to take our final music break right now. And we're going to hear a word from our sponsor, Anchor. And then we'll be right back to wrap this up in part three. We'll see you in a few. It's darkness Just trying to figure out what sets me apart But maybe I'll find that it's brighter If I embrace who I was at the start With patience wearing thin In places you
All right, and welcome back to part three. Thank you once again to Anchor for sponsoring this podcast. Boys, this podcast has been a roller coaster of emotions. (laughs) I really don't know where to go from here, to be genuinely honest, but (laughs) I, I think... I, I think let's 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 think positively for for the first time in this podcast. <laughs> I've, been, I've been so negative and I apologize for that, but I've been so pissed off lately. <laughs> yeah, no, I man, I agree with you. I'm I'm with you on it. But this is actually just a therapy session. That's all this pretty is. Pretty much. We're it's just venting. We're reconnecting, you know. <laughs> yeah, we're reconnecting, just venting about how fuck yeah. shit is. But let let's let's think positively for a moment. I can't, let's ask, let me ask you kind of a hypothetical question. What would the first few things you would do once you're able to do so? Like, let's, let's say anything's available. You can travel somewhere. You can go somewhere. If there's a show you want to go to, who's the band? Like, let, let's think of like some optimistic things to give people some sort of hope, I guess. <laughs> like the first thing we would do with what, yeah. bro? Yeah. Like, like the first this thing one. you do once you're able to do so, like, Everyone's vaccined up. You're I know, like dead ass book a show. <laughs> like, yeah, even though we're on it. Yeah, I would probably like I would hop on that super quick. You know, even though we've been networking with people and things like that. Um, I would probably go visit a lot of the family that I haven't seen in a bit or like who I haven't been able to see. Um, we would like probably ramp up our fucking uh, uh, rehearsal schedule a lot more. Um, just like those are like three things I would do kind of. Yeah, man, I, know? I fucking agree. Yeah, like, like, uh, this, that's the first thing on my mind. Swear like, to God, great. Like traveling's great, um, but when you have a purpose behind it, I I would I would sacrifice my ability to travel just to play shows. Like I, I don't even. That's not even really like a thought in my mind. And mm-hmm. I mean, that's kind of what we've done. Like we've had opportunities to go on you know trips before COVID has happened and. You know, we we've kind of all just been like, eh, I'd rather put this money towards like the band or something. Absolutely, like that. So, yeah. I don't know. That's just from our point of view. With that music's pretty much our top priority, I think, for for all of us in this band, and we would just be on playing shows, one hundred percent. Yeah. There's nothing like playing live, eh? There really. Is. No, I know, man. For other people, yo, like, I don't even know, man. I'm sure, like, a lot of people want to travel, visit family members. I know a lot of people have spent a lot of time at home. Maybe even people want to get back to work and things like that. Lots of us have been off. Um, You know what I mean? Um, And, uh, and uh, yeah, like, just, like, I guess, like, kind of get the feeling of uh, whatever's normal to you, you know, back to that. (laughs) i don't know you mean what is normal that's the thing it's it's people so many of us want that sense of normalcy they want that stability they want the consistency they want other words that have an e at the end of it they want that routine yes they want they want that structure to understand what's happening when's happening because a big thing for everyone, especially the people that relied so much on having a structure is when that's gone, they don't know what to do themselves. And like, I, I agree, like right now and, and to kind of tease, tease this, I know it's your episode, but I'm going to kind of tease promo some for myself. Thank you. Um, <laughs> I just started working on my debut single yesterday. 
when this is recorded and the tracking's going great and i don't know when it's coming out but like i cannot wait to get out and play some of these tunes live i can't wait to go out on tour with my girlfriend when we drop her ep and we're gonna do that shit as well and like i'm so excited to play live again because i haven't played live in quite a long time not even just covid and this pandemic's made me realize how important actually performing and engaging with people and just expressing yourself on stage and there seriously is nothing like that sensation of getting on stage and just playing your heart out and feeling the energy of the crowd hit you it's it's bliss it's literally that's what i was gonna say bliss i don't mean to like interject there but like in comparison to what you're saying real quick is uh aside from like shows and everything i think it comes down to like human connection like i've like I'm cool, like, you know, spending a lot of time by myself and things like that. I, I don't have any siblings or anything. I'm super tight with, with the, like, the boys in my band. Like, they, we've all been best friends for 15 years. That's super tight. But I think that what everyone deep down might be really missing, even, like, the very introverted people is, uh, like, human connection. And then just what you were saying, it relates back to live shows because that's a huge thing that uh, – you know, we're all missing and and just the energy that you can receive from people in person rather than like this two dimensional stuff is very, very different. Uh, it's like it's irreplaceable. So I think the human connection is fucking huge. And I definitely miss that. Like even with like sometimes people that you would see in regular passing in your life or you know what I mean? Yeah. Like f- not like friends, but like yeah, acquaintances of people that you run into a good bar to see the or time. whatever. I, yeah like we as humans we're, we're social beings man. Yeah, we, man we we crave this like attention this the feeling of love uh the feeling of connection being around one another and it's not like impossible to get through this online sort of thing but it's not even close different to, vibe it's not even close to the the actual thing of like being with somebody you know i it's a weird thing to say. I miss hugging friends. I miss hugging homies. I miss bringing it in after like a show, like a good sweaty hug. <laughs> yeah. Like, like that is something I miss so much. And, and I miss, I never thought I miss seeing people because I actively promote how much I hate people. But <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's, yeah. it's, it's like 85% of my TikTok branding. But like, I, I miss seeing people like, and, and not to make it a bit, emotional here near the end but like i miss seeing my dad man i i do not my dad's all the way in london he's in his 70s he is like quarantined he's not seeing fucking anyone i haven't seen him in so long man and like i I just want to i just want to see my dad man i just want to see my dad give him a hug and like that's huge feel that connection and honestly that'd probably be the first thing i do on my list of three hug my dad see, we'll hug and see my dad then just sh- something to do with shows like play shows and go to shows those would be the three things for me because i want to play it but i also just want to be in the audience and just see a fucking gnarly show i just want to see a show where i can throw down in a pit i don't do yeah. pits but i will do a pit my first show back and i'll destroy oh, my yo, back. that's what i was gonna say i I'll miss moshing i miss crowd surfing oh yes what leave your leave your comments down below what do you guys want to do what do you guys miss 
about normacy. Anyway, boys, let's wrap this shit show of a podcast up. I apologize <laughs> for me being so all over the place today. We to got it out. We got it all out. We're good, we, man. I, I, do, do you feel better? I feel. I actually feel a bit better getting all this shit out. Yeah, for sure, man. Yeah, for sure. Uh, just real quick, thank you guys for uh, tuning in. Um, if you'd like to listen to any of our music, we're on every streaming platform. Our band name is Judgment with an E. A lot of people kind of mix that up because there's two spellings for Judgment. Um, <laughs> our uh, so everywhere on social media, you'll find us at Judgment CA. That's TikTok. That's Twitter. That's Instagram. That's LinkedIn. Uh, all that fun stuff. Um, we got music coming out. We have music out currently, but we have new music coming out uh, in in months time. You know, like we said at the beginning, you know, there's a lot of uh, things on pause right now, but we are trying to get this music out for you. Um, We got merch. We got merch. I have a shirt on right now. We actually sold out of these, but uh, we've got more. We got Define Alive merch and uh, they're long sleeves. They're really nice, really comfortable. We've also got some white tees, I think. Yeah, we Some actually white do have white tees. Uh, you can go on to our link tree, which is in our bio of every uh, social media every platform. Social media platform uh, through, or you just go on to our Bandcamp. It's all right there. Yo, I was just gonna say, if you want to find more about like what we're about as a band and like what the four of us stand for, judgmentcaband.com uh, is our website as well. Everything that we we just spoke about and have said is there as well yeah and that's uh cameron actually made our website he's uh the bassist in our band he's actually like doing that as a sort of like a career at this point now which is great for him uh if you need a website hit him hit up. us up <laughs> <laughs> and uh thanks for having us yeah Matt. thanks again man of course Appreciate it. seriously ladies and gentlemen support judgment these boys are gonna be dropping bangers they're gonna be doing banger shows when this shit's over you're gonna hear about them everywhere they're gonna be doing some big shit i guarantee it these boys are gonna be making moves and get get them overseas they'll crush everywhere that's all i gotta say support them everything's in the fuck sakes i can't talk (laughs) You were there, man. Yo, you almost. I was there. I was at the end. Everything is in the box. Fuck. Everything is in the description down below for judgment. Support these boys. Give them all your love. Uh, Quick shout out. Also, thank you. I just passed 7,500 followers on TikTok. I'm already creeping towards 8K, and the journey to 10K is coming soon. So, thank you guys for watching. Support judgment. I will see you guys soon. Take it easy. Peace.